Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast dedicated to counterthoughts about mainstream media, politics, and culture, and the impact on our nation. You can engage with us on Instagram at counter underscore thought, on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast, on Twitter at counter underscore podcast, and on our website, www.counterthought.captivate.fm. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 28 of Counterthought. This is a momentous episode because I have the honor of having a co-host now, as you all know. And if you don't know, please get plugged in with our social media accounts. But I would like to say that I have pulled off the greatest transaction in history. Um, That spans sports, uh, corporate, anything, any industry, because I somehow was able to bring Jessica Dalton all the way from her popularity on Instagram to join Counterthought. Um, it is signed, sealed, delivered. She is here. So without further ado, Jess, say hello. Hello. Thank you so much, Brian. I'm so excited to officially be a part of the podcast world. And um, I never thought I would get like this kind of a platform before. So thank you for so graciously sharing it with me. And yeah, I can't wait for you guys to listen, give us some yeah, feedback. Yeah, we have plenty of fun um, stuff like lined Brian up. Said, so sure if you, you have been plugged socials, in, especially um, with Facebook yeah, or so our exciting. Instagram page. Thank you. You may have seen that a couple of reels have come out this past week, just hyping up this first episode. Um, Jess and I are already talking about doing a fitness challenge. Um, she's gotten a head st- she's gotten a head start on me, so um, we'll grade with a curve. Uh, <laughs> uh, for those of you who <laughs> don't know, I was working out for two years straight, and then my passion come on, Brian, you got to get out there, just over we'll do some push ups. <laughs> And I have not lifted a weight since. The only weights I have been lifting are my 36-pound four-year-old and my 22-pound <laughs> one-year-old. So I'm trying to get the dad strength, but I also need to get rid of the dad bod. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we got that. We have that lined up in some more reels. We're gonna have fun with that. Um, I might record one later, <laughs> later after this recording, actually. So and just yes. you know about that. Um, it will include rapping. Um, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> yes. rude, um, because when I drop, because <laughs> when, because when my album drops, that counts as rapping, you're going to be embarrassed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so speaking of Snoop, um, for those of you who don't know, and I've mentioned this before, Jess is on the West right, Coast, so we do have this <laughs> East Coast, West Coast thing going on. We also have Apple versus Android going on, and Jess, I think, so yeah, we guys, do have some an more Android things user, lined so up in the future with that. If you want to uh, unsubscribe right, because of that, about I doing some kind of, uh, <laughs> a clean version, right, of Never Have I Ever and having people guess who's done what between the two of us or who hasn't done something. And I guess also a game of maybe who done it, so to speak. Um, 
So I think that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, yes. the time change. I'm on the East Coast, so three hours, but we're going to make it work. Um, and then, so Jess, I know leading up to this and our promotion of the podcast, we've heard from a lot of different people encouraging us, which is yes. great, right? Part of this podcast or one of the, the one of the part of the mission of this podcast is to increase our tent and grow our voice and our influence and more listeners mm -hmm. and get more and more people on the same team, which is kind of the theme of this episode. But I've heard from people ranging from my hometown in Florida, in Ocala, all the way to Louisiana, all the way to Germany. Um, where have you heard from, where have you heard from people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, same. So my hometown, um, all across the U S um, Australia, the UK, uh, Germany as well. And yeah, it's been some of those conversations, especially with people not in the United States have been super interesting because there are a lot of people um, that recognize the United States plays a huge role in um, what's going on in their countries. Um, so yeah, those have been really awesome conversations. And it's just really neat to know that we're not only reaching people. It has. Um, it's here, been humbling but, too um, uh, because we are you know, just starting out. Or Germany. And we already yeah, have it's been really, a reach, really neat. like you said, that is international. Um, and that's, that's some of the things we're also excited about from a, a structural kind of thing with this podcast. Like we are more growth focused with our um, recording yeah. platform and our host site. So we are, we're coming for America, so to speak. Um, <laughs> yes. And a little backstory, and then we'll get into this episode. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> we're rocking and rolling I first now. came across Jess's Instagram profile when she was, well, I think you were hovering around 3,000 people. And I came across your reel that ended up getting shared by Representative Cawthorn or Cawthon, I forget. And I just commented, you know, whatever, just being me, just trying to start conversations and I guess be, make myself be known. Mm -hmm. And you actually responded, which I thought was cool because a lot of people on Instagram, and I hope I don't become this way as I gain in popularity, which side note, if you follow Jess, please follow me. Please. I wish Instagram, just side note, I wish Instagram would just like be like, oh, you and Jess are are working together and our co-host on Counterthought. <laughs> Let's just drag and drop all of her followers into your basket, Brian. Like, I feel like that'd be fair. And the same for the podcast, right? And the same for the podcast. Be like, let's take her 10,100, drop it into the podcast bucket and call it a day. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, no, you just responded to me, which I was kind of shocked by. And we just started chatting about, I don't even remember something related to yeah. politics, I'm sure. Uh, and it just grew from there. And then I invited you on for that first episode, Faith, Fear, and Freedom, episode 23. For those who don't know, go back and listen to it. And then you came back on for Kyle Rittenhouse, which was episode 26. And then I made the formal proposal, so to speak, to ask you to be a co-host. And here we are. So I'm being bold and it, I'm being bold and it is paid off.
Yes. I'm so proud of you. And um, you have put in so much hard work on this podcast and I know it's going to pay off for you. So I, again, am so humbled that you wanted me to be a co-host and me and you have talked off a, offline about this that you know uh, for those of you because you for those of you who have, have ever done a dave ramsey a financial peace university and mine are running around the room relationship. <laughs> there is a nerd and a free spirit so we're a good fit um, in, in my marriage i am the nerd and my wife is the free spirit and now same for this podcast uh and it seems to be working out but we're not it's crazy because you know we're different but we're very similar i mean we're not like fire and ice kind of thing or you know, hot and cold, black versus white. It's, it's interesting dynamic and I'm here for it. Yeah. Right. Uh, All right. So the topic is this topic of this episode, which goes along with, again, the part of the mission of this podcast is to restore America, to take America back. Um, And we're trying to accomplish that through our counter thoughts on mainstream media, <clears throat> politics, and culture. Uh, both of those are really broad, which I think is to our benefit because we can talk about a variety of things. Um, I myself, before getting into the you know this official relaunch right here, talked about anything from uh, power to responsibility to COVID to um, the nuclear family and all these other topics. And... Christianity and different aspects of it, again, like with the faith, fear, and freedom, and be more being more inclusive. So, with this episode, Jess, I know we want to talk to everyone about like how we can accomplish this goal of restoring America, because mm-hmm. there have been there's been plenty of instances where politically it seems like the right or Republicans. Mm-hmm. have a great idea, but for whatever reason, they can't get on the same page to pass something into law. A prime example was when, you know, Trump won his, pre- his um, the presidential election. He came in with the 115th Congress. Their major thing that they passed was tax reform. But what they talked, but what they talked about the whole time, and Paul Ryan was like the Speaker of the House, was health care reform with Obamacare. But they never did anything. Mm-hmm. And that frustrates me. And another example would also be infrastructure. And infrastructure was just passed thanks to some Republican help um, with Joe Biden now in, right. as president. And this, whatever it is, I think the 117th Congress or something like that. But it's like, okay, Republicans, you you say we have good ideas. And a lot of times when we do have control of all three, White House, Congress, and um, the Senate, we get things done, but then for some reason, and it frustrates me to no end, we can't get certain things done. And then you see the Democrats as dumb as some of their ideas could be. <laughs> they just, like you said, they get everyone lined up. And even if it might look bad for them for a brief moment, they see the bigger picture and they will march together in lockstep mm-hmm. to get stuff done. Yep. Yep. They really will. Um, And they have each other's backs. 
even when it comes to, uh, you know, whether it be personal attacks on, on their own or, you know, they, they, do, they do not fight their own. Democrats are really good about not fighting their own and Republicans are horrible about that. Um, and I, I don't know what the solution is as far as that goes, but we definitely need to be better as the Republican Party about rallying around one another um, and rallying around our ideas um, and not infighting. I think the whole Liz Cheney thing is a perfect example of infighting, unfortunately. And, um, you know, there are some Republican rhinos out there also, sadly, um, who chose to, you know, hate Trump all the way, all the way to the end, you know, and they're still, uh, but that is unfortunately a perfect example of what's happening with the Republican party is we, we have a lot of infighting going on and the Democrats, they do not do that. They do not, even with the whole, uh, Chris Cuomo thing, I was actually watching, um, don't unfollow me, but I watched the view. <laughs> I only watched the view because I want to hear what the other side is saying even if it's super radical and um, you know, they were sitting there defending Chris Cuomo and um, what's his brother's name. I can't think of it right now. Who was the mayor, Andrew Cuomo and how, Oh, well, you know, he probably shouldn't have been fired. And my point is, is they, they always have each other's backs no matter what, no matter how bad it looks. Um, and there's definitely a time and place, I think, yeah, to, to call fault, people out for, for, sure. for wrongdoing. And you you know? mentioned like, uh, I don't, the, I'm not the suggesting that we don't do that, don't but know, my point is, is they're really good only. about that and they do it um, to a fault. But yeah, with Trump, it was all it was all like personal vendettas, right? You have Romney um, out there in Utah. Then you had uh, the McCains and, and, and you know his daughter with Megan and, and all that stuff. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Cheney, um, Liz Cheney mm-hmm. goes back up to Cheney from the Bush Bush W years, but it was all like oh personal vendettas and they the couldn't McCain's. move past it. And they, to me, to me, they, they were harming the Republican party because of their personal vendettas. And, mm-hmm. on, and on McCain, mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to be like forgiving and, and I am, I promise, but I want, I want on her to work 100%. a little bit harder because she is desperately trying. I don't know if you've noticed to, be welcomed back into the good graces of the Republican party. Cause she, she didn't vote for Trump. And it's like, <clears throat> like, <clears throat> Oh my gosh. 100%. Yeah. We, we could, I feel like we could do a whole podcast episode on the McCain's. Um, I have so much to say about the McCain's. I used to really love Megan and I think there was a, there's obviously a part of me that understands her hatred for Trump, you know, that, you know, Trump said some not nice things about her dad. And of course, like how you cannot fault her for that. You know what I mean? Uh, on a personal level, but yeah, 100% she, yeah. I'm like, I don't even think she knows where she stands. Like sometimes she says some really, really great things. And then sometimes I'm like, what pick a side, please pick a side because, and then she just recently came out with her book, Bad Republican, um, which I do want to read. But yeah, she definitely, her and her mom, I'm like, they pushed so hard to get Biden in. I mean, pushed so hard. 
to get him in. And there now was like a, there was like a one month stretch a couple on months ago where every so time she would post like, on Twitter oh, honk, I'm and just I didn't so have like an alert anything like, set up, but I just you, happened to catch him. Are you Megan? Anytime she would post on Twitter or a Fox <laughs> News put a post on Instagram of like a quote of hers, I would comment just like, where was this during the 2020 election? Like, uh-huh. Are you kidding me? Like you're going to have to work to get to get back into these good graces over here because you deserted the Republican Party and you have an influential voice. Like, right, uh. right. Right, right, right. Like if um, you would have taken, yeah. And she said before she left the. I know, right? If you were paying attention, like very the millions of us, you would have seen in, um, the writing on the wall. Biden's presidency. So. But you're just so so angry. I'm like, because what did of you What did you attacks. expect? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, because it seems like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I have I have some thoughts about that. So we'll. Uh, yeah. We like I said, I think here. we could do a whole podcast episode on the McCain's. <laughs> circle back. Yeah. And and I'm coming from like big corporate as far as my job. So I hear circle back all the time in meetings and I'm just like, oh my gosh. We'll do a gen we'll do a like, gen. Am I at work or am I walk back. or am I watching the press <laughs> briefing right now? Mm. Uh, okay. Um but yeah, so talk like regarding getting on the same page, we've talking about that politically, <laughs> right? We want to talk about that also from a movement, I think, too. Like, you know, we're starting out with this podcast. Yeah, this is episode 28. But like I said, this is the relaunch. So to me, this is like an episode one. Um, I would label it as such whenever we upload this episode, but that would throw off like all of the host site stuff and, (laughs) and everything. So it's episode 28. But I am coming across more and more because if you search for it, you, you can find it, um, more and more accounts like on Instagram and Facebook thing. and Twitter <laughs> that are moving in the same direction and part of the same movement as we are. So I know we are trying to engage with those people as much as possible, not only just to find what they're about, but also to hopefully have those people who run those accounts who are like the face mm-hmm. of whatever profile it is to have them on as a guest, right? And to to get like solidarity so we can keep moving forward together so my hope is just that as our listeners here hear us each and every single mm-hmm. episode um that they will promote us to others to their families to their friends um share the stuff that we post online and that they will help and or i should say you because we're talking to them right now right so hope we hope that you will help facilitate the growth of this podcast so we can continue to join and have influence in this i want to call it an America saving or an American restoration, like freedom movement that is swelling up. Yeah, it definitely is. And just for the listeners right now, you know, I'm sure most of you are pretty aware at this point that social media is, um, shadow banning or censoring a lot of conservative accounts, taking conservative accounts down, things of that nature. And just so you're aware, things that you can do to help is like, comment, share to your stories, tag us, share with your friends. Um, all those things maybe seem minuscule, but they help in a grander picture. Um, so yeah, that way also, let's just say one of our accounts does get shut down. 
there's more people that know we exist and where we can build those yeah, accounts and back subscribe up. to the podcast so, so you don't miss an episode for one there. reason and also um, whenever someone who like isn't comment familiar share with thought tag is all like, the things huh, um, i would love to have some conservative commentary immensely. on politics or media or culture it increases the likelihood that they will come across this podcast in these episodes which will also help help with the growth um but just since you have such a mm-hmm. large following, especially compared to me. So again, if you follow Jess, yes, come on over, put your foot in my, um, put your foot in my boat too. Um, <clears throat> but can you just tell, tell the listeners, come on over to counter thought, um, a little bit more about, I guess, this <laughs> movement that you've seen because you, like I said, you have a larger following. You've been at it longer than I have. I started just back in May. Um, but yeah, can you just talk a little bit more about, I guess, the, the solidarity that you have seen, um, on social media sites? Yeah, there is definitely more and more conservative, um, accounts popping up that are gaining a following, which I think really and does. Trump has his new volumes. platform I mean, coming even too, right? in so this we'll time of censorship and shadow banning. Um, it's like, you can't get rid of us. <laughs> uh, there's been multiple. Yeah. Okay. Side note. Have you seen the, uh, the left? I commented whenever I saw that, that like, like first announced an echo chamber the, and I'm over here. We're like, stop shadow banning us and taking us off of your platforms. The, the then like, if you don't want an echo chamber, anyway, I can't wait to create um, an account on there and just troll. <laughs> <the light>. It's so silly. Like you don't want us to have our own platform because you think it's going to be an echo chamber, which I agree. It, remember, it really is. It will be one big echo, echo chamber, but then you are okay with us being shadow banned and censored and kicked off social media. Like, yeah, so what have, what have you seen? Sorry. I, 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 I distracted. Anyways. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, anyways. Yeah. So, no, no, that's fine. So yeah, there's definitely been a whole lot of, um, I think, new people that are, you know, kind of making their way up through social media, whatever that means. And it's been great. And I think uh, one of the things that me and you were talking about is um, coming together and not going so heavy on the conspiracy side of things. Um, and I just want to say this too. That's not to say... I think the word conspiracy has been used uh, as an attack against conservatives. Like a lot of the quote unquote conspiracies that we've been talking about for the last two years have come true. Um, So, but you know, there are some other ones that are, you know, deeper than that. And it's, it makes us look a little crazy to be frank. (laughs) Um, one in particular, we, I just talked about this all on my Instagram stories. Maybe I should save those as a highlight so people can refer back to that since we're talking about this. But um, is there's this kind of thing going on right now where people think celebrities are selling their souls to the devil. Um, and this kind of all started because Adele, I guess she recently banned all the unjabbed from coming to her concerts. Um, 
and I was reading through this the, particular the person's post, and it was like hundreds and hundreds of comments, people saying Adele sold her soul to the devil, which, by the way, has since been deleted. Uh, but okay, the pro the person the the person who originally posted I mean, it do have some sway about Adele. <laughs> um, has since removed it. Uh, that's not because of me. I mean, I don't think so anyways, but, <laughs> um, but yeah. And so anyways, I went on my Instagram and I kind of talked about this. I, I'll go back and save this as a highlight so people can refer back to it. But, um, and people were like, oh, they mean that metaphorically. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are people that actually think that that is a real thing. I have the DMs to prove it. Um, and that is just, first of all, from a biblical perspective, it's not biblical. There is nothing in scripture to support that you can sell your soul to the devil. It's not yours to sell. Um, it belongs to the Lord. And um, yeah, so my point being is like we have to come together on on these things and not take things so far. Do I think people... Um, can live an ungodly life and, and, in a, and in a metaphorical sense, sell their soul to the devil? Yes. Do I think Adele sold her soul? No. No, I think, I think a lot of these celebrities are lost, are very lost and in need of Jesus. And that doesn't make them quote unquote evil. It makes them, um, they're being deceived. They're being deceived, but that doesn't make them evil, you know? And I think we, we've kind of crossed a line where it's like, well, everything, everything is evil. That's evil that she's doing that. She's more, she's more deceived <laughs> yeah. than anything. I mean, and as, especially as believers, like let's choose to pray for people like Adele. Can you imagine if Adele became a Christian? Like imagine the influence, you know what I mean? And so when we, Let's just say I'm Adele, nope, okay? Not when the, not when the judgment knives come out for me. I see said posts and I see all these comments saying, I sold my soul to the devil. Would I want to become a Christian if I saw that? Probably not. And so I think, yeah, so I think especially as believers, like I, all I'm saying is like, let's just be careful with what, what we're saying, what we're talking about. And not only that, like let's pick up our Bibles and actually read what is what does the Bible say about God's nature Satan's nature, what kind of um, quote unquote power Satan has, because I promise you it's not much. And the power that he does have is only given to him yeah, by God. When you were just talking about giving that so, example, or um, yeah, I will save like that highlight Adele on my Instagram so people can refer comments, back to it because I go like, deeper into oh, it. Christianity but. sounds great. You know, be, <laughs> being part of with all these fellow Christians sounds great. Um, it makes me think back to this, this story, I, I believe. So, it's Tom Brady. Um, right. And if you, so, but the story goes, and I think he was on like a late night talk show host, and this goes back a few years, but he had just won his, I don't know, it was like his third or fourth Super Bowl, maybe his fifth, and he's up to like seven now. Ridiculous. But the host, I forget who it was, but anyway, the host asked like basically like, is like, are you satisfied? Um and Tom Brady's answer was essentially was no, he's not satisfied. He says he feels like there is still something missing in his life. And, and some of you may be familiar with this story. 
and but it's just like you want to like you're sitting there watching it on your in your living room on your TV, and you just want to scream through the TV in hopes that you could hear them and be like, mm. "Jesus!" Uh, so I don't know I don't know where he is with that now because like I said that was a few years ago that just popped popped into my mind like it's Jesus and we are supposed it's to be Jesus. like Jesus <laughs> and when we attack others yeah um, or attack each other you know like you said the infighting it it's not helpful it's not helpful and Mm-hmm. I think, um, too, it's important to remember as believers, there's a time and place to call people and things out. Um, false teaching is one of those things. You are absolutely called as a believer to call that out when you see it. And um, again, with with these celebrities, I, okay, do you remember when Kanye first came out as a Christian and other Christians were losing their mind over Kanye, saying he's not really a believer, he's faking it, he's doing it for money. All of that may very well be true. I'm not, I don't know. The only person who knows Kanye's heart is Kanye and God, right? But again, it's like, look, what about all the people who are unbelievers looking onto that and thinking, I'm worse than Kanye. Like, if Kanye can't get saved, that I can't get saved, you know? And, um, I mean, when we think of an example of, in scripture, it's why we think of Paul, right? I mean, Paul was out here murdering other Christians. God knocked him off his horse and was like, I'm going to change your name. And, um, we're not going to do that anymore. And then went around and started preaching the gospel. Um, are you worse than Paul? Probably not. Yeah, you know? I would refer. So, point being is refer you listeners as to believers, go back to the inclusive to Christianity. Not I think that was like episode twenty. So harsh on each other, five or something like that. And what I talk about in there because it's just me, no Jess at that point. Um, but what I talk about in there is like we and it piggybacked off of a story you shared with me regarding Halloween, um, and whether or not Christians should participate in Halloween. But my argument within the inclusive Christianity episode was okay, like instead of us attacking one another, fellow Christians and chastising mm-hmm. each other because of something we, we don't agree with that could be, I guess is, is theological the right word? Um, if, if that even classifies as that, but we need to be more inclusive, more welcoming. Cause it, like if we can't do that with one another, then why would someone who is already mm-hmm. not part of the quote club, want to want to come join right they're going to think immediately like oh i can't be redeemed you know i can't be saved so just like we started off with this episode talking politically being on the same side the mm-hmm. same team to restore america po- politically mm-hmm. we also should be on the same side the same team to restore america or bring america back to christianity the christian faith and we can't just like eyes on the prize, right? <laughs> eyes, eyes on the prize. And if you mm-hmm. think you're going to veer off yeah. and not keep your eyes 100%. on the prize, and you're going to attack and chastise someone. Take a moment, count to 10, right? That's what they say. Like yep. count to 10, eyes on or the prize, write it out, type sure. it out just to get it out of your head and then delete it. But like, do not hit the send button, you know?
Uh, right. Right. I think too, like there's, um, I was talking with my husband about it this morning and I'm like, you know, cause I had, I woke up with so many DMS from people all over the map between, uh, selling your soul to the mm -hmm. devil is a metaphorical thing to, you can absolutely sell your soul to the devil to videos of people that supposedly had sold their soul to the devil. And I was talking with my husband about it this morning and he really loves that show. Supernatural. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Um, but I think yeah, that was, a lot uh, of the times like Kirk Hollywood Cameron, right? has given us these ideas. It's kind of like, remember when left behind was such a huge thing and Christians were all watching that show that reading the books and watching the movie left behind and it gave, yeah, but it gave people a distorted view of what the end times and the rapture and all of that. I mean, I think that's still something as believers we're struggling with, um, I mean, there's, you could be all over the map with that, you know, but I think these shows like Supernatural and stuff have given, um, maybe baby Christians or somebody who's not super theologically sound or does, hasn't read that much of their Bible, this idea that that's actually a thing. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I, I was like, yeah, you're totally right. Cause he right. tells me about the show all the time and how in the show, like God has a sister. Yeah, I didn't. And, I, so I actually, um. um Satan has a brother and like all these crazy things that are me. So I not biblical at all. The left behind material. Um, somehow I guess I just avoided it or was busy doing busy doing something else. But the way you're talking about it, maybe that was a good thing. Um, all all I know is it was like it was like Kirk Cameron's reemergence or as a star, so to speak, from from growing pains um, for you millennials out there. So for those of you who don't know what Left Behind is, it's a series about when the rapture comes and all these people get left behind because they weren't rap Jesus didn't rapture them out. And there's a few different stances on this and I'm not claiming to be an expert in any of them, but there's post-trib and pre-trib. So people think that we will go through, there are some camps that think we will go through the entire tribulation. So the seven years of the tribulation, there's people that think we'll go through half of it. And then there's people that think we will get raptured out of here. And to be honest, I feel like there's scripture to support all three. So, but when this series happened, so many people fell into this camp of, Oh, we're going to get raptured out of here and not go through the tribulation. And, um, that's, th that may be the case. Nobody can really prove that a hundred percent. You know, there is scripture to support, all three, in my opinion. That's just my little humble opinion, though. <laughs> so take that for what you will. <laughs> the more I've studied it, this I'll tell you where I land personally, and then you can do with what you want with that. The more I've studied it, uh, the more I think that we will actually go through the tribulation. Um, and I say that because when we think of examples in scripture like Daniel, God didn't take Daniel out of the lion's den but he did protect him from the lions. And I do think that, that we will go through some of it. That's just I my like I was always personal told opinion. Up, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent right. I'm just saying it's my that, opinion. <laughs> Where do you stand that on we're that, Brian? Be snatched do you have up a out of here before it starts, before it happens? Um, you know, like the horns will be blasting the trumpets and everything and just whoosh, sucked on up out of here. So, so to speak and not be here for it. Um, 
from the description of the mm-hmm. tribulation, I feel like that would be the best. <laughs> Selfishly. Um, Take us right out. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to go based off. I feel like what, what was taught to mm-hmm. me uh, growing up um, is that we're going to be taken before it happens. So yeah. Yeah. I also need to do more studying on it. So Jess, maybe we can do that together. We can, we can do a, Yeah. You know, it's one of those ones where I'm telling you, it's one of those, it's one of those topics where you could hear one whole side of it and think, yeah. And then you could hear the complete, and that would also make like, there is, there really is like, and maybe that sounds contradictory, but that really, I think there's scripture really Mm -hmm. to support both. And I'll just say this and we can change the subject after this, but um, it's one of those things where, it doesn't affect your salvation either way. Like if you're post-trib or pre-trib, like it's not a salvation issue. So going down the, going is down it the important checklist, to have so a good understanding? Pearly, I think of both sides, like, yes, but ooh, it's not, you know, that's not going to affect your post-trib. Into heaven. You, ooh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jess is more bold than I am on Instagram. I'm working on yeah. that, as I talked about in my last episode. <laughs> Sorry, so as you, you come in. continue to follow Oops. Jess and see all this information and stances and everything that she she talks about on there, which is a lot of great content, please remember, if you disagree with her, <laughs> that is fine. But do not disagree to the point to where it is going to chase other people away from the Christian faith and also chase people away Um if it's a political point that she or I one is making, like we can have the conversations, yes. but let's not look like we're shutting the door on anyone who's not already in, you know? Funny story. So I have a friend of mine um, disagrees with me on a few mm-hmm. things. I, I don't know who needs I to hear this, but you can disagree with somebody. Triggered her with a couple of posts that I made wow. recently. Um, just, I guess, being a little more bold than I usually am because uh, I use my personal Instagram account to make like a couple of political statements. And she, I mean, she was, she was nice about it. She's great. Um, just responding like, Hey friend, I think I'm going to have to uh, like unfollow you if you're going to keep posting these kind of things. And I'm just thinking like initially, well, I think I did this once last week and once this week, but I was like, just so you know, you don't have to unfollow me. You can just mute my stories so they don't pop up anymore. And so that's the, that's where we came to an agreement. Um, I've muted some people for their stories because they just all they do is post about a stance that I like completely disagree with. Um, and why cause myself that frustration when I'm just flipping through my stories and just like get angry and upset because something pops up that I don't like. So I'm just like mute. Um, but yeah, but there is hope politically. Jess, I don't know if you know this. I know you're very busy with your family and talking to everyone who follows you on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and everywhere else you can find you. But we talked about a little bit ago in this episode how Republicans sometimes are very frustrating and don't align politically to pass certain legislation in the House or the Senate when they have control. And we've talked about, or I've talked about um, COVID, and that gets talked about a lot. It's exhausting, but for some reason, people still want to talk about it. Did you hear that late last night, the Senate 
actually passed. I don't think resolution is the right term, but basically the Senate, so all 50 Republicans in the Senate plus two Democrats. So it was a 52, 48 vote voted using the, um, the congressional review act to stop Biden's executive order of the vaccine mandate for private businesses with a hundred employees or more. Did you know that? So all 50, all 50 Republicans plus two senators, uh, Joe Manchin from West Virginia and John Tester of Montana came down, voted 52, 48 to overturn the mandate. It was like nine o'clock. Yeah, it was, I mean, it were Eastern time. So I think it was about probably nine o'clock Eastern time. I think I saw it come across my phone and you would have been either in the middle of dinner or set an Instagram on fire. That's amazing. Look at us coming together. So the way I understand it is round of applause. I think with each executive order, a president. So passes I wonder, exec- is that executive it then? Orders, like just writing something to happen the with the vaccine. power of their pen. And then we saw numerous of numerous executive orders that then are tried in the courts and are either struck down or upheld and all these things. But what this con- my understanding is what this congressional review act allows is that it allows Congress to review presidential executive orders and basically vote to support or stop an executive order. It seems like it's rare. It seems like it's rarely used, but it was actually used um, for this vaccine mandate. So not only has the Biden administration been halted in the federal courts for this mandate as unconstitutional, but now Congress has acted against it. The, the um, quote, non-politicized Biden DOJ says that they will continue to fight this in the courts for the mandate. But yes, Congress, all 50 Republicans and two Democrats, Manchin and Tester voted 52, 48 to stop the executive order for the private business mandate of a hundred employees or more for a vaccine. Or if you don't get a vaccine, you have to, what it was like, you get get fined and get tested twice a week or something like that every every week something like that but yes yeah, so see progress now if republicans could just if, if republicans can just take that and do that for basically everything <laughs> when not in power when not in control in the in the in congress and then when in control in congress that would be amazing but yes yeah, so i just wanted to share that good news that that happened that happened late wednesday night um all 50 right. together and, and got it done. So yes, That's do awesome. not lose hope. Any of you out there who are not, That's rad. who do not have as strong Yay. of a conviction or something like that. Baby steps. Do not Baby lose steps. Hope. I'll take Just it. Stay in the fight. You don't have to be the one on the front lines. We can be those people on the front lines, but to do that, we just need your continued support and, you know, we'll keep, sounding off and speaking and being heard and you know just keep pushing us along and encouraging us and that'll be it you don't have to don't have to get out of your comfort zone i feel like there are more people 
getting braver and braver, like the ones that are were afraid to speak up. Uh, in fact, yesterday, there is a fashion influencer that I, fo- I follow a few fashion influencers. They're, they're dangerous to follow, though, because then you just buy all the stuff. Anyways, um, <laughs> but she did a whole rant on her stories yesterday, and she was like, you guys, when are we going to be done with the masks? Like, I'm so sick of this. It's ridiculous. Like, if we all just said no, and she's like, I've been wanting to talk about this for two years, but I'm afraid because I didn't want to lose followers. And she's like, I'm done being afraid. I think she has like 500 something thousand followers or something. So more people are being brave. Yeah. Well, and think about it too. Like, that's her business. Like for a lot of these girls that have these fashion accounts, that is their business. They're making money They're that, you know, they're providing for their family. And so for these women to do that, I really, I actually messaged her and she messaged me back. Cause I was like, I really commend you for that. Cause that's very hard to think you could lose your platform. You could be shadow yeah, banned. Sure. People are going like to want to follow you. That's very hard to do. And for, so I commend in those opinion, people that the good, are, have been brave right? enough to do that. And then that you have the current administration um, trying to take people's livelihoods away from them. Right. So which side do you want to be on? Yeah. I mean, I, I considered myself like finally speaking out when I started this podcast uh, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. But like you were just saying, in her case, in a lot of people's cases, they're yeah. speaking out and they're speaking out using a platform that maybe already existed and was revenue income generating. Like that's their livelihood. Me not doing that. I started this podcast. I think I told you it was like a hundred dollars for the equipment and then the monthly fee for the hosting site. And like, that was it. So like no skin off my back, so to speak. And then you have these people who are brave enough, right? Bold enough to, join the cause, join the fight. They see what's going on and we definitely need more and more people like that. So hopefully, hopefully she has a lot of success and we'll have success and, you know, keep going on down the line. And mm-hmm. yeah, it takes a lot of, I think it takes a lot of courage to, to do that. And you yourself, Jess, I think you have that same courage because you use your personal platform for all these things that you talk about. I'm trying to work up to that. I'm trying to like since I manage the counterthought yeah. page, I'm like trying to keep that more so with all these topics and personal try to keep it personal. But I think that might have to fall to the, to the wayside at some point. So I'm working on it too for, for all of you out there. Yeah. You know, I think, I think me and you have talked about this actually on the podcast before. Are you going to lose friends, followers, maybe some money if you speak out about this stuff? The reality of it is it yes, you're 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 probably going to, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like what's what's more important? Like for me, I'm like I, I want my country back. Like I want America back. I want our freedoms to be, um, you know, at the front of the conversation here and. I, I don't care about selling t-shirts or, you know, all of that. Like my goal on Instagram was never to come on Instagram and make money. You know, um, if I somehow were to make money in the process, that'd be great. Cause I'm already doing, you know what I'm doing, you know, but it's never to make, um, money or, you know, get famous Jess or any of those I things. It really was just to, <laughs> this is hey, right on the, road, like, to plug the more in. people that say no, I'd like to know from the, the faster listeners this is what their go feelings away. are so, about merchandise. Yeah or merch as the cool kids call it. Um, because now that we started this off, Jess and I are both going to have our own cool counterthought shirts. 
you'll see them eventually on social media repping them um and then we'll also wear them at least once whenever we get to uh video and posting onto youtube and all that kind of stuff but but yeah like when i was searching and this is a side note but when i was creating these shirts i was like man i want a mug i want a turvis i want a tumbler i want a hat i want a bumper sticker like a magnetic one and a sticker sticker right i want to be a walking billboard um you know and i joked <laughs> and jess i'm just curious your opinion on this um do you think Counterthought uh, Juicy Style would sell? I want a backpack. I want a banner. <laughs> Be counter on one cheek and thought on the other cheek. <laughs> oh, what, well, I gosh. think we need to have Absolutely our listeners not. weigh in on that one. No, I did that too many, too many seventh grade flashbacks just came into my head. Absolutely not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, though, it, it may that would just be on the female line, I'm I just assume. Um, maybe not. But yeah, so th- that's like that's one way to get some of the stuff just about your brand. You know what I'm saying? Joke about, as you can tell, like this rapport that we have and everything. And oh, that's funny. The merchandise, that's that's way, way, way far off. But it, I think it'd be awesome to get to that point, right? As far as the growth of this podcast. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff lined up for y'all. So please stay tuned and check our social media accounts for that. All right, everyone. So I know I just took us down a little side path there, but I'm going to, I'm going to steer us back real quick. I mean, that's my responsibility. Um, but I just want to end it on this thought. This comes from, this comes from the Instagram account that Liberty chick. If you don't follow her, give her a follow, but she posted earlier this week. I think this encompasses everything we're kind of talking about here. When people tell me they didn't want to do something, but felt they could not say no, I feel like my no becomes that much more important. Now I'm saying no for both of us. So for those of you who are listening, like we mentioned a little bit ago, if you don't feel like you want to be the one to speak up and speak out, you don't have to, or at least you don't have to right now. Just support those of us who are doing that. And that's all we ask for. And again, we're trying to remain on the same team politically. And we are trying to grow and restore America to the Christian faith as well. So again, if you don't feel like you can speak out, speak to us and we can get that message out there and get that message across. Yes. I love that so much. I just started following her, that Liberty chick. That's really good. I'm saying no for the both of us. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast channel. And we can't wait to hear your feedback. Make sure you're following us. You can send either myself or Brian a DM uh, if you guys have any topic ideas for us. And we are so thankful for each and every one of you. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and engage with us on Instagram at counter underscore thought on Twitter at counter underscore podcast on the Counterthought podcast page on Facebook and on our website. Thank you for listening to Counterthought.